Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Ring Crew. My name is Juan. I'm sitting here with Ryan. Today, we're going to go over some of the topics of Raw and SmackDown over the last week. Uh, we're going to get into some of the Judgment Day stuff. We're going to get into some of the Bloodline stuff, just all around the board. Let's go ahead and get this started. Okay, what you're hearing is probably the biggest pop of the week. I mean, this is the Sammy KO finally embracing at the end of SmackDown, but we're definitely going to get to that. Uh, but first things first, I mean, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the hey, audience how's here, man? It going, guys? <laughs> so, yeah, we've got a million things to talk about. I mean, it was a busy week in wrestling. Um, as per usual, as is during WrestleMania season, it just seems like these stories are organically growing with some of the more homegrown talent. Um, I, for one, appreciate that a lot more than what they used to do, where it was a lot of legends, and they would just bring them in, a ton, a ton of legends, and just overload the roster with legends. It's kind of nice to yeah. see the organic growth of these superstars. I don't know. How do you feel about that? It's an actual, like, I'd say an actual build, you know? Some of the stuff you see last year, it's just like you throw it in there and people wrestling, you're like, oh, fuck. This year, it's a build. You know, you get builds. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, there's no builds. But if you really look at it, the long long time storytelling, it, it's it's worth it then. I agree with you. I mean, like, I don't know. I was looking at some of the, I was looking at some of the storylines that we're coming into. They've been built up over the last year. Yeah. It's not just like, shoehorn i mean there are definitely those shoehorn storylines you know like the bianca oscar stuff yeah the Rhea charlotte stuff i mean as good as the Rhea charlotte stuff is you know that stuff hasn't been built up as i'm gonna use the word again organically yeah as i would say like like the sammy yeah, stuff edge finn, finn yeah the ray dom stuff ray i mean even. it's been yeah. a year of build and we're finally getting these payoffs yeah and that's exciting yeah I don't know what you mean there. I mean, we had, uh, I don't know what his name was, Vince McMahon. (laughs) Throw that in there. (laughs) You're not allowed to say that name anymore. (laughs) Sorry, guys. So uh, we'll start off with Raw. Uh, Raw was a pretty good episode this week. Um, I'm going to say the only complaint that I have is probably the complaint that everybody else has. Uh, It's too long. Three hours is way too long for any wrestling show, but not to harp on what everybody already harps on. Um, we're going to start off with what opened Raw, uh, which was Edge coming out. Edge comes out and, of course, calls out the Judgment Day. And, uh, yeah, what ensued was as follows. At WrestleMania, Edge versus Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell. Okay, so I think the first thing that I have to say that I like about this happening is that it goes to show what Triple H is doing differently from what Vince McMahon did because I I really like the fact that it's just an announced match. It's not like, yo, Hell in a Cell is coming up, so we have to have a Hell in a Cell match. No, it is 
building up to this one match and we're finally getting it and it's a rivalry that's worth yeah, the match. Yeah, I mean, it's been seven years. WrestleMania, Hell in a Cell. Then if you did hear at the end there, something about demons with Finn, if he brings back Demon Finn, I mean, that might just be crazy, bro. I'm just wondering, how how would you book a match like that where you have a character that's as powerful as Demon Finn Balor and then you have a character like Edge who's, in his right, a legend? That is... <laughs> honestly it's it's hard to build for that it's going to be difficult yeah. i mean that's for sure I, there's there's absolutely i don't know i i'm definitely thinking i don't know man it's so <laughs> difficult to to like because finn is i mean finn's demon character it's coming back right yeah. this is going to be like the big return of the F- demon character the finn demon character which i mean the last time we saw it was a joke finish at the end of, you know, extreme a Roman Reigns yeah. extreme rules match. And I just, yeah, I don't see. Yeah. Yeah. It bringing it and it's going to be purple and that shit is, it's going to rock. It's going to rock, man. It will be pretty sweet sweet to see that. I mean, I, I, for one, like, I, I think the judgment day is probably the best thing yeah. happening outside of the bloodline. And that's tough. That's really tough to do because the <laughs> bloodline is so good. Yeah, they've been. But dude, the Judgment Day. I mean, Dom, Finn, Rhea, even Damien. I mean, they. Dom is like one of the best heel. Char- I'll yeah. get to Dom because we're going to definitely talk about <laughs> Dom. But he's probably one of the best heel characters in the business in the last ten years. Yeah. I mean, he reminds me of. Uh, he, he's 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 like Eddie Guerrero in the early 2000s, but without like the charisma of yeah. Eddie Guerrero. And I think that's what makes him even more di- unlikable. Is because when Eddie would cheat, you would be like, "Oh, it's Eddie." It's Eddie. <laughs> when Dom cheats, it's like, "Oh." oh. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but so with him, and then Rhea just being Rhea, she is. She's just fantastic. Yeah. It's just there. It's like we said at the beginning with the WrestleMania being more organic this year. I, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a proven point. You have Finn, who we thought was kind of at the end of his WWE yeah. tenure because he just wasn't doing anything and he was kind of stuck. And I, I mean, you know, think about four years ago, he was fed to the fiend at WrestleMania, and not necessarily as like a like a you know like a job, but he was he considerably lost stock because yeah. of it, you know. And so to see kind of this revitalization of his it's career, insane, it's yeah. fantastic. It's good to see. And that, I'm telling you, that match is going to steal the show. Night one, night two, it's going to steal the show, man. Absolutely. I mean, if there's anything that Edge is good at, it's it's hell to sell matches. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, Edge had a couple of a couple more things to say to them. I, I picked out this line uh, because I just thought it was hilarious. So, <laughs> but you're just going to hide back there, right? And if I run back there, you're just going to stick Lurch, Pugsley, and Wednesday on me. I really like that line. <laughs> I think Edge, if anything, Edge is kind of like the the go-to when it comes to insults. Um, so, yeah, so we're building up Edge and Finn Balor. Like I said, this has been a year of build-up. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're coming into a great, yeah, great it's gonna year. Be, like I said, steal, steal the show, match of the night. So, prediction-wise... Um, we're still like two weeks away. There's yeah. still some build that we have to go through. What are you thinking? It sucks to say, but I'm going with Finn. Finn? Finn Finn's got it, man. 
it, I agree. I wonder if they're going to have something screwy happen, and that's how Finn wins. What if uh, they turn on Finn at WrestleMania? Oh, you think the Judgment Day turns? Oh, huh. That would be interesting. Because I heard Finn was getting a push here, here and there, but I haven't seen like such a big push. But if they leap off of that and turn heel on him, they turn on him, and then Edge comes back to the Judgment Day. I don't know, man. That would be very interesting. Huh. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but overall, I do have Finn winning. Okay. In, in, in a long match, I say a long match is going to go back and forth. I'd like to see Edge win at Mania, you know, but yeah, he won last year. And as, as much as I'd love to just like sit here and harp on the future of yeah. <laughs> what the Judgment Day is going to become, because I genuinely think that once the Bloodline storyline dries it, yeah, up. Yeah, it's got to be Judgment Day. It's, they're taking the next yeah. step. I mean... If they, we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, let's go to the next segment. Uh, we're looking at probably one of my favorite moments of the night. <laughs> um, I I always say that I think that wrestling uh, Twitter and the internet wrestling community is a vacuum uh, because the pop that this got was probably one of the biggest pops yeah. of the whole night. Uh, so <laughs> Brock Lesnar comes out, and uh, who else comes out? Hello. But almost sapiens it's almost <laughs> so almost makes his way out to the <laughs> ring and uh, <laughs> he comes up to him and brock have a face off and when i tell you the crowd is like going nuts they're loving this. it, they're I, loving it man. <laughs> yeah i mean you're getting you're getting the chance you're, you're getting everything i mean it's two giants and I, I I put down here how important giants are in wrestling. I mean, as a for the casual viewer, for someone who's not making a podcast on a weekly basis, yeah. that Omos is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look at that. this dude is like seven foot something. Yeah, he can't really move, but I mean. <laughs> The, he's a spectacle you know he walks out to the ring you're Everyone's like, like oh dude <laughs> he is he is probably one of the biggest spectacles i mean you know omos fans yeah. call themselves homo sapiens and <laughs> i will tell you <laughs> to my core i am an homo sapiens <laughs> omos is killer man he's he really is yeah. i i appreciate everything that's going on with it uh what were your feelings on this i watched it in uh Oh, that's that's how I feel about it, you know, because we were hoping to get the Brock, the Gunther match. Everyone wanted it, but, you know, I don't mind it. I watched last year Mania. You go back, you get Bobby Omos. Wasn't a bad match. Everyone liked it. You, I watch, go back and watch, and I actually liked it, you know, so I feel pretty good about it. But other than that, it's just thrown in there. You know, it's just thrown in there. I agree. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because I... I I guess I see what they're doing, but I just don't know if Brock was the monster that Omos yeah. should be facing. <laughs> I mean, like, because if they have the thing is, is if they have Brock win, well, what's next for Brock? Yeah, what's next for Brock? Other than, of course, Walter yeah. or Gunther, but it, but if they have Omos win, what what's, what are they gonna do? <laughs> like you can't you can't toss Omos into a WWE championship. I yeah. mean he can't. You, I, you, I mean he can. You, I just the great Kali. You don't want the great Kali. And 
him win. He's <laughs> holding the belt upside down. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I won't say Omos is the great Kali, but <laughs> the great Kali's a special talent. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> he is his own talent. Hall of Famer, bro. <laughs> Hall of Famer. He's. I don't know. It's interesting to me because I see, I see Omos as a a character. I, I just I see him as a very important character in the overarching like casual wrestling fan because yeah. this is the dude this is the type of dude that you can put in the ring and he's gonna sell it sell out or sell tickets yeah just because he's he's a big dude he's tall yeah yeah he's tall and I mean of course you're gonna want to see two giants go at it and like I said the the magic of that moment of Brock and Omos standing at in front of each other from the ring there was magic there yeah i mean you know but the thing that worries me is that in the segment they botch brock getting tossed over the (laughs) ring i've seen that (laughs) and and it just makes me think like dude i'm hoping this magic (laughs) exactly like (laughs) this thing better be choreographed (laughs) to a t bro um, so there's not really much to say. Yeah. Brock and Omos, it's gonna be, you know, it's it's Vince's Vince's dream match, and <laughs> it is what it is. You know, there's no other way around it. Um, so, in between those, there was a segment with uh, Damage Control and Trish. Damage Control uh, attacks Trish backstage, and then Lita and Becky go looking for Damage yes. Control, or they will go looking for Trish. I don't understand what's going on in the storyline. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like there. It's, I mean, it's good because I mean, you give yeah, Lita and Trish at Mania, you know, it's yeah, like Becky. you give them anything, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna run with it. But I just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't understand <laughs> what they're trying to do with this story. Um, I, I just, I maybe it has something to do with the fact that Damage Control didn't turn out to be as big of a. Big as a thing as everyone thought they would be. Exactly, because when it came back, when they came back at SummerSlam, everyone's like, "Holy W!" Yeah, holy exactly. W. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was it was such a big deal, and and not to say that they're not still a big deal because I mean Bailey is golden yeah. on whatever she does, and of course EO you know, Dakota. and Dakota are are fantastic. Yeah. But I just I don't think it helped that they paired them against Oscar, Alexa, and Becky. Yeah, I mean those are or Bianca, and those those are like three of the biggest names in the business. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're having these. I mean, and don't get me wrong, very talented two you know female wrestlers. You know, you're having them. They, I mean, I, I don't know. It just something didn't seem right. It just doesn't. Yeah, fit it. Fit what it is. Exactly. So, but I heard there's a. Rumor going around that they're defending the titles night two. Who do you think they'll be defending against? Is it is it the Ronda? It is. is, I heard it is Ronda and Shayna. Shayna. Okay. I I don't know if you so you watched SmackDown on Friday. Um, They have that weird fatal four way tag team (laughs) match that they're scheduling for WrestleMania. Is that like a number one contender thing? Yeah. So they're gonna have it night one. Remember how they did it? Was it last year? If I can remember, last year or the year before. Is it the one where Mandy Rose slipped on the? Okay. Yeah. They did that, and then they're gonna have them go night two, and supposedly they're gonna take the titles off of them. Oh. Yeah, but there's also a men's fatal four way for the men's tag team champ. Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna do it night two. I doubt it. Interesting. Yeah. 
Because I mean, it has to be. I mean, as yeah. as far as the men's go, there's going to be some random fatal four way. And <laughs> everyone's like, oh. yeah. I mean, like that's what I was just. I mean, you have all this talent and all of this build, and yet for some reason we're still just kind of like, I don't know. I yeah. think, I think that's the issue of putting so much uh, focus on long term storytelling at times is that you do forget other wrestlers within the company yeah i think that's why they just want to throw them in there and kind of give them a time to shine you know but i mean yeah it's mania they have to yeah yeah. um so yeah uh that happened it was pretty i i i'm interested to see where the story goes um that's all i really have to say on that i don't know about you do you have no i don't think i do i just see the i see someone turning heel someone who do you think it's gonna be (laughs) gonna be trish i think think they're gonna set up trish and becky at SummerSlam. you think they're gonna finally do that yeah i think they're finally gonna give it you have you have the time to do it so i see why not do it you know i feel you i feel you so uh after that we had the uh theory in street profits uh kind of well it wasn't after we're not going chronological here i'm just kind of talking about what happened theory in street profits um theory's backstage he sees montez and he sees uh <clears throat> is it Dawkins? Is it him and Dawkins back there and he said something, but I quite don't remember what he said to him. So Theory's backstage, he sees Angelo Dawkins and he sees Montez Ford. Um he walks up to them, he challenges them. Uh or kind of challenges Montez, yeah. but Dawkins kind of takes the wheel. I I don't know how I feel. Because, <laughs> like, I understand that you're trying to keep Theory strong going into WrestleMania. Yeah. He's about to face Cena, which is, I mean, that's going to be a tough match. Yeah, that match is going to be. Whew. Yeah, it's going to be very fun to watch. But the thing that where I'm at is like, I don't think that you should take any momentum off of Montez. If anything, you should have Montez. I, I wish they would do something like maybe like a uh, the United States. I wish they would have done like a United States Championship tournament. Yeah. Have it finish at Mania, and then whoever finish it, whoever wins at Mania faces the winner of that tournament. Yeah, because I the lack of like they they're trying to make the United States Championship essentially the World Championship on Raw, mm-hmm. but the lack of I, I guess I guess it's the lack of um, mid card power that they have right now. Yeah, you know, like you if you put on a tournament, you throw in. Damien, you throw in Tez, you know, Chad, have Riddle come back, something like that. Exactly. You have them go at it in a tournament. And then at the, you know, at Mania, you have a really big moment where you allow these two workhorse kind of wrestlers put on their show. And then whoever wins can take the title off of, I mean, heck, if, if Theory wins and then he loses that WrestleMania backlash yeah. to a guy like Tez, that's immediately two wrestlers put over instead of just what i'm worried about is has being shoehorned into a rivalry with theory right after and then what happens with dawkins what happens with the street profits it's just there's just so much that you yeah look at from that angle yeah i don't think that theory cena it doesn't need the title it doesn't need the title involved i agree i think that's one of the biggest (laughs) issues that wwe does is that they have a tendency of putting the title where it doesn't need to be involved. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking about was, uh, I, I remember when we thought Roman and rock were going <laughs> to face <laughs> each other at mania. And I remember 
thinking like, well, there's no way they're going to take the title off of Roman until Mania. But then I was like, well, but do you need the title for Roman and Rock? But again, <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, didn't even the, happen. So <laughs> we'll, we'll scribble that out there. <laughs> yeah, we're good there. <laughs> so I will say, um, I, I'm hoping that they do push Tez and I'm hoping that they do push Ta- Dawkins because I think yeah. that they're both great performers. I um, see what is it, May King of the Ring? Yeah. I see Tez. I see Tez, one of the, one of the winners. King I, Tez, come on now. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> I could agree with that. I think I think Tez has the charisma, and I think I mean yeah. overall he's probably going to be one of the future. Yeah, him in the chamber was just. I mean, yeah, absolutely insane. He was over. Yeah, very Crazy. over, <laughs> very over. And so that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that we see more from Tez. I'm hoping that yeah. we get more from just this whole Dawkins situation. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, Dawkins and Theory go out and have a match. Theory beats Dawkins. Puts um, him in the ST. Exactly. Puts him in an STFU. <laughs> or STF as it's called yeah. now. <laughs> and I mean, it's a call out to Cena. 100% yeah. a call out to Cena. Like that, match, that match is going to be crazy, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I can't wait to see what happens there. Um, uh, Tez comes out and chases Theory away. And I think they're setting up Theory and Tez next week. Yeah. What so that's where my worry comes in. I don't want to see Tez lose. Yeah, and I understand that you need to build up theory for Cena, but you've had a year to do it. You can't panic now. Like, <laughs> like maybe, maybe you have theory lose to Tez, and then you put a little bit of doubt in people's mind of like, yeah. oh, is theory good enough for Cena? You know what I mean? Maybe that's the story you go through because you need to build up Tez. Unless, unless, you know how you put him in the submission hold, unless John Cena's music hits, but he doesn't come out. Tez oh, gets a roll-up win, and it's like, oh, hey, he's he's playing mind games now. Okay, okay. See, now, I see that happening, but. See, and now that's what I like. Welcome to the Fantasy Booking <laughs> Podcast. This is <laughs> two dudes booking WrestleMania. <laughs> so, um. Overall, the show went pretty well. I'm sure we've missed a couple of things, but we're uh, we're gonna get to the Cody Rhodes promo. It's probably the last topic of Raw. Oh, uh, actually, let's talk about this. Seth and Logan. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't really do much with it this week as much as they did last week. Last week they had Logan come out and and Seth and Miz, and they had that weird kind of Miz TV <laughs> segment. Which I mean, I, I just don't understand the talk show segments personally, but is what it is. <laughs> Uh, Seth comes out. He calls out Logan. Logan's going to come back, and he's going to do a talk show. Uh, and they're going to they're going to talk about you know, I, I guess their match at Mania. I'm hoping they get physical here. I really am because I I like. I don't get me wrong. They're they're he's a great promo. They're both great promos. Logan's <clears throat> doing he's overachieving essentially. Um, he I think that we go on I think that we go into uh, media with a strong build with Seth and Logan it, it's looking pretty good but I think that we need a little bit more physicality between the two especially considering man I mean what did we get uh, the year what was that year Riddle and, and Seth whenever they were talking trash to each other last year 
Was yeah, that, it was last year. Was that last yeah. year? It, it, it wasn't a Mania match, but that buildup, those two, yeah. uh, this is the type of buildup that I want to see that between these two. It. Yeah. I want to see it get personal. I want I want to see Seth kind of get into that mind games kind of yeah, version. Yeah, like how himself. it was with Riddle. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about Logan and <sighs> Seth coming up? It's going to be a steal. I think it's going to be a banger of a match. You've seen the Roman and Logan. That was People are like, oh, it's YouTube sensation, but... He put on a show, man, and you've seen SummerSlam. He comes in SummerSlam, does his thing. So I see it being a steal, but Seth needs to win at Mania, man. It's too damn long for him to keep losing like that. I agree. It is interesting how how often they have Seth lose, but it makes you wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that his character doesn't... I don't know. Does his character need wins? You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, I, I see what you mean there. But. Like, does it make him any more likable if he loses, or does it make him any more likable if he wins? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's where I'm at as like a as a viewer. Like when I watch Seth, I mean, and I'm a I'm a Seth fan from back yeah. before the Shield days. <laughs> so like that dude can do no wrong in my yeah, eyes. He's, he's good. <laughs> I mean, like I remember. <laughs> here's here's a, here's something for you. I remember back when the Fiend and uh, the Fiend and Seth match happened at Hell in a Cell. And I remember, like, everybody <laughs> hating that match. Like, I mean, how do you disqualify were, I know. They, but I was, like, I remember I was such a – I'm such a big Seth fan that I was, yeah. like, online being, like, you guys don't know what's happening, okay? This is going to be, like, one of, <laughs> it's going to be considered one of the best changes in wrestling history and blah, blah, blah. I defended that dude to my death. Your, yeah. And luckily, you know, they just – completely ditched that and i was able to kind of like fall into the shadows and pretend like i didn't say anything yeah but <laughs> it was i was i mean you know i i have always been a giant seth supporter and that's my thing is like do we what what do we get into you know what i, I mean? think it's if you i pulled up the stats here okay up some stats oh perfect and i think he just needs to win at mania three years in a row he's lost really ko cesaro and Cody. Oh, my gosh. I think he needs a win. People what? are going to go crazy if he does not win, man. Holy cow. Yeah, that would be bad. That is four years in a row. <laughs> lose, and people are going to be like, dang. Yeah, and maybe maybe it is time that Logan gets a loss. Yeah. I will agree. Okay. I will agree with that. Um, so, personally, prediction, I'm a Seth fan, so I'm going to go Seth for Mania. I think he'll take it over. Yeah, I'm going Seth, Seth too. Seth easily. And like I said, we're allowed to change our predictions because we're still two weeks out of this thing. Yeah, okay. and I think uh, <laughs> we'll do the day of Saturday. We should do the day of, give our predictions out before Mania does start. Absolutely. And see where it goes from there, you know? So tune in for that. Yeah. So uh, we're getting close to the we're getting close to the uh, end uh, of Raw, but we, I wanted to talk about one more thing that, that happened on Raw. Um, Cody had a pretty huge promo uh real riled up real fired up and the dude looks like a main eventer here's a clip of that i have waited my whole life i will wait no more on april 2nd roman reigns i pin you i stick you in this ring and become the first Rhodes to ever say he is the undisputed wwe universal champion Okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this man is this man has been straight fired for the last four weeks, man. He is promo after yeah. promo after promo. The dude, the dude comes out there with with the drip of like, <laughs> 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 like he looks every single time he comes out there. The suit is on point every time. The dude is, I mean. <laughs> 
You know, and it, don't get me wrong, like, I, I still look at that neck tattoo and I'm like, Jesus. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, but like, overall, I mean, he is, he is just grade A when it comes to promos, when it comes to in-ring work, when it comes to everything. Cody has, he's shown yes, up. it. And, and that's what I'm saying is like, it is such a loss for AEW to not have Cody. I mean, they could have built that dude. I mean, clearly, they could have yeah. built that dude into something spectacular. He really is like one of the best to ever do it. Um, last week, uh, specifically, Cena came out and just called Cody Rhodes to the stage to essentially give him the old rub. And I, that was so cool. Yeah. That was so cool. The passing of the torch. Um, Cody is. We'll, we'll talk about Cody more here in a little bit when we get into the uh, SmackDown section of the show but i have to say man if a i don't know what they're gonna do with cody are they gonna give him the belt are they gonna have roman keep the belt until next year's mania and have him surpass bruno i i don't know what they're gonna do he yeah (laughs) there's is i want to see him win but that's what worries me more is because of how bad I want to see him win that WWE's like, yeah, everyone gonna, wants him to win. Yeah. Boy. We're going to make you wait one more year. You know? <laughs> or they just give it to us at SummerSlam. Exactly. Like the build is, the build is not where it was, you know? Yeah. And that would just be the worst. I mean, I don't know. My thing is, uh, all I'm saying is I think that personally you have Cody take it. He, he wins it. I, this is what I want. I want Cody to win the belt He's fired up. The crowd's behind him. He's selling so yeah. much merchandise. He's his name alone is creating such a buzz around the WWE. This is like this is the most I've ever seen like the WrestleMania like be talked about. Yeah. Other than amongst wrestling fans in a long time. Yeah. This is WrestleMania is everywhere. Highest gate probably ever. Two nights they've sold a hundred thousand tickets before a match was even announced, and that's what I'm saying. And it's all because of just the. I mean, to to think about it this way, to have the almost like the promise of the Rock and Roman at WrestleMania, and not get it, and yet you're not disappointed because you're getting Cody and Roman. Yeah, that is. I mean, dude, that's huge, man. It's insane. Can't wait to see it. Uh, what are your thoughts on Cody and Roman? That is, like you said, it's it's going to be scary, man. It's going to be scary for a lot of wrestling fans. Scary is a good word for that. It dude. is. It really <laughs> is because you get you get your Cody fans that come in. You know, there's Cody fans that have been AEW. You know, they come in. They're they're there. They're going to be there. And yeah. You get your, your Roman fans. You, you've been the Roman fans for what two years almost three yeah get the roman fans so yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heater but if they do get cody to win i like i said i said it before i think they should do SummerSlam. cody randy whoo that that will be a banger man that would be awesome man they're gonna have uh tony khan's gonna be there he's gonna be in a <laughs> gonna wig like, oh, whoa. <laughs> but uh he's gonna show up in a wig and sunglasses you've got a question here what's your prediction on this man <laughs> yeah. um man I like I said, I think they give it to Cody. Um, I think if there's any place for Roman, I think if Roman loses, they gotta set something up with Jay or something, man. Yeah, so you set it up with Jay at SummerSlam, and then continue the Bloodline storyline. Maybe have the falling apart. 
have Jay have Roman like brutalize Jay at SummerSlam yeah. or something like that. And then if they really want to pull the trigger on having The Rock or something, that's when you would reintroduce him. Yeah. That or maybe the Monday after Mania because it's, I mean, you know. Right. And I, I know I keep bringing up The Rock, but, you know, it ha- that has to be yeah. the next iteration of for, the Bloodline. Yeah. Like, it yeah. has to it, be. It'll probably happen at Mania, but I think that they do give us, like, like you said, Roman and Jay at SummerSlam, and then they do give us a tag team. They get Jimmy and Jay versus Solo and Roman. Yeah. and But then you have Solo turn on Roman, and then, say, r- round the Rumble, you set up Roman versus Solo. I saw this thing on Twitter one time about in, in regards to Solo. Somebody said that they think that the elders sent Solo. Yeah. Because if you ever notice Solo during, like, any of, like, the putting the fingers yeah, up and whatever, does. he doesn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it makes you wonder if he was sent to kind of, like, keep an eye on Roman. Yeah. For the day that Roman actually loses, loses it, and then Solo can, like, neutralize the dude. Yeah. And that's how, I mean, I mean, that's another guy. It's crazy to think the, like, we were talking about the organic build Dude, look at how many wrestlers are being built organically yeah. over the course of this like last year or so. The Triple H era, you could call it. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you got LA Knight, who we'll talk about definitely in the SmackDown stuff. Yeah. Um, Cody, I mean, Cody's not really organic. I mean, he was a pop from the very beginning. But you got LA Knight, you got Solo, you got Jay. Tez, you got Jay. Uh, I mean, there, it, theory even. Yeah, I, you know, it's a plethora of home not necessarily homegrown but like building a built talent yeah, you know i mean you're making me care about characters more than just being like oh yeah i, I hope he fights <laughs> like this legend you know what i mean like yeah and that brings me back to finn like you said with finn you know yeah four years ago it was it was horrible man it was they like, had to bring him to nxt and yeah. repackage him like, and that's what i'm saying it's like bookmark my words right now man in three years the biggest match of the year is going to be something like Theory versus Damian Priest. Yeah. Or like Riddle versus Damian Priest. That's going to be the biggest match ever yeah. in a couple of and years. And that's not to bring on NXT. You know, you still got the Carmelo Hayes, the Grayson Wall, yeah. you got the Braun Breakers, you got the Wesleys. The- and that's a promise to you guys if you're listening. We will talk about NXT sooner or later. We're just kind of trying to figure out the ropes here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a really quick break. Um, while we take this break, we're going to have a you know we're going to bring it back in, and we're going to talk about SmackDown. Um, up until then, I, I guess overall the review of Raw is once again it's it's too long, but it's the characters that they're building are great, and I I'm just I'm having such a great time with it. Yeah, two um, weeks, two weeks to come is it's going to be wild. Yeah, and uh, you know, as we get there and as time goes along, we'll, you know, we'll find our way back to it. We'll be back after this quick break. You're not worth it, son. I'm not going to fight you now. I'm not going to fight you never. And I won't fight you at WrestleMania either. So, SmackDown. Uh, Ray and Dom, uh, you, you have to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> this is one of those storylines like we were talking about beforehand Yeah, that has been built since like... Since, I'm honestly going to say since 2000. 
it comes around 2005 man yeah Since i mean the ladder match eddie yeah <laughs> Ray, it's, it's, it's been there <laughs> the introduction of dom into ray's storyline yeah. has been i mean since the beginning of Ray's career in the WWE. Um, I, I think Dom, I think I was talking about this earlier in the podcast. Dom is probably the best heel right now. Yeah. In my opinion, the mic work is, the mic works good. He's so good. (laughs) It's the disrespect, you know? Yeah. He's disrespectful and he's disrespectful as dad of everyone (laughs) out of everybody who could be disrespectful to I mean, the way that when he low blowed Edge, uh, he has Rhea, who's like just essentially his China, just like walking yeah. behind him, <laughs> making sure that he's protected. He's perfect. He's perfect as a bad guy. And I, I think that as far as WrestleMania matches go, this, at least to me, is like on the level of hype of Cody and Roman. Personally. <laughs> like, I know that Ray says that he's not going to fight him, and I know that's the whole thing of yeah. like, oh, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to do. I think they're going to do something at the Hall of Fame ceremony. You know, yeah, they're going to have Dom come out, kind of screw him over, and then they're going to set it up. But I don't think Ray is actually going to hit him until Mania, and this yeah. crowd is going to be livid. <laughs> you hear him on SmackDown, bro. Yeah, this is dude. At least around eleven thousand people, and they're livid already. Well, what was it like two weeks ago? He had the. Ray like ran up on him and like put his hand yeah. up like that, and the crowd was, was like, like, "Ooh!" <laughs> like, they're they're literally it. chanting, "Kick his ass!" I mean, come on, <laughs> it's gotta happen, bro. It's gotta happen. You know, I so I'm just saying, I I think that Dom and Ray are probably going to be personally. It's going to be my favorite thing coming up. Um, the reason why I like Dom is because, like you said, his mic yeah, work like is mic work. untouched. Uh, one of the things that he said was, uh, I, "What was it like?" <laughs> I think uh, we're going to go back to a Raw clip, but it was on Raw, and he's talking to Ray, and I think he says this is this is why he despises his dad, and this is why it just adds so much to his character, just being the most annoying little piece of trash on this planet. You said you were going to get me a new car. A new car. And all of my friends showed up. With brand new Mercedes. He's got the teardrop. And you got me a BMW? You know what I mean? Like, like, like this is your villain? This is the villain arc? it wasn't even an M series. It wasn't even an M series, bro. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, you know, I think think the thing that adds to it, too, is that Michael Cole is acting like (laughs) JR when Kane would come out. Yeah, he's... He's like this little this little punk. This little oh, I hate him so much. You know what I mean, it reminds me of Jr's disdain towards Kane, and I think that's why I enjoy the Dom thing as much as I do. Yeah, if you go back and watch, I give or take it was two thousand five. If you go back and watch the Eddie Guerrero promos, they they were just just as close as Dom is seeing now. Disrespectful as hell, but exactly, it's father to son type thing now. <laughs> so, like I said, come mania when Ray does put his hands on Dom, it's the crowd is going to be crazy. oh, they're going to they're going to go nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's been building for a year. Um, I'm hoping that they do something like a ladder match or something along the lines of that. Yeah, right, give us a gimmick match with them, or, or just you know what, just give us a grudge match. I want maybe like a no holds barred, something like that. Hopefully. They they might do the if Ray loses he retires. Yeah, mm. that would be yeah that'd be rough. But um, anyways, we'll move on from this. Dom and Ray. Uh, I'm gonna go Dom if they do fight. Um, 
I think Dom's going to take Ray's mask. Yeah. And I think Dom's going to walk around with the mask and just be the worst, worst human being on the planet. Yeah, they're going to go. They're definitely doing Dom at Mania. First Mania win against his dad will be crazy, bro. I see Dom, like, genuinely as a world champion in the future. Yeah. And that's just. It's going to be down. It's going to be like, <laughs> maybe they turn him face again and kind of give him, like, the Eddie Guerrero push. Yeah. When they had him beat Brock. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, there you go. That'd be huge. (laughs) He beats Omos. (laughs) (laughs) It's a frog splash on Omos, and they're like, "Oh." Speaking of Omos, let's 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 go ahead and hello, Omos sapiens. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, uh, (laughs) Omos baby. (laughs) So, anyways, uh, (laughs) I um. Yeah, I think he'll take it one day. I think sooner or later we're going to see him. They got to put some sure. type of title on him. Um, so we're, we'll move on to the next uh, segment. I, I think the next thing that I wanted to talk about was Ray and Charlotte. Um, dude, this build beyond better than anything yeah. I could have ever expected. I was a little worried because, I mean, they've done it before, but Rhea is probably the best thing in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. She is so good on the mic. She is so good in the ring. She she is essentially carrying that division right now. Um I don't know, how do you feel? It's a build. It's a it's a good build cuz they had the match at Mania and everyone wanted the Bianca Rhea, you know. It, yeah. it, I, I wanted to see that, but and they alluded to it yeah. during the promo. And you, know? you had everyone complain, oh, there's no there's no storyline to Rhea and Charlotte. But then you look at it, you know, you go, I was there. I watched that match live. Yeah. yeah. And I seen it, you know, and pre COVID, no fans. <sighs> but now Yeah. I, they could steal the show. It really is time. I, I just don't like Charlotte, man. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's so I think that's always the main issue is that Charlotte is because she's a flair. Yeah. She's so unlikable. She's already a 15 time, 14 time, 15 yeah. time champion. Like early on, it was fine. Early yeah. on, it was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's Ric Flair's daughter. She's, she was like, yeah, in the ring and- she was cool. But now we're kind of like, okay, Let's- dude, you've been here. Like, you know what it's getting yeah. to? It's getting to like, I think it's getting to Cena levels. That's of, already of like, hate. yeah. But like, but the difference is, Cena kind of, I, I don't know. Cena was like, the reason why they hated him is because he always won. And that was like, that was just how his character was built. Yeah. Charlotte's not getting that same nuclear heat reaction that Cena would get. There were cheers for her on, on SmackDown. Yeah. The, the crowd still cheers for her. Yeah. Whereas like Cena could play a good guy all he wanted. But and that crowd was just him. like, but I think the difference is, because they allow Charlotte to be a heel at times, and they kind of allow her to be that in-betweener kind of wrestler, that's what makes her so, like, good. Yeah, I see what you mean there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she is, like, she is next level when it comes to her, like, character. Yeah, because she's been there, what, I don't know how long she's been there, eight years? Yeah. Give or take, 15-time champion already. She's going to be a 30-time champion by yeah. the time she retires. Man. No, you're not joking. That's yeah. the thing. Is she's she's just that good. Yeah. And that's what bothers me about it. Is that it's because she's a flyer. Exactly. <laughs> but well, let me throw, yeah. Let me throw this in there. What like you, you said, predictions where, the, where we predict stuff or we have fantasies, you know? I say... 
<sighs> Bianca loses to Oscar. Rhea wins. They do the draft. They have Bianca go to SmackDown. And then yeah. at SummerSlam, you can set up Rhea and Bianca. That and everyone could be fine. You know, you live in, everyone could be like, oh, okay, look, we got what we wanted. Look, dude, Bianca and Rhea. It's going to be a big That's the money match. I mean, they, they almost did that at Money in the Bank last yeah. year. Like, we were this close to getting that. That is the money match. It is. You're not lying. Because, and again, dude, we go back to that organic conversation that we had at the beginning yeah. of the podcast. Genuine, genuinely organic. They are building up these characters so well, and it just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, like I said, there's there's the build. There's the build. It's it's happened. It's been in the build for what two years, three years now. Yeah, and now you're having it again. You're having it at Mania. You know exactly. You, you, I say you have Rhea go over, and then you can set up Bianca and Rhea. You have to have her wait. Have her hold the title till SummerSlam or even longer. Who cares? But yeah. You can do it. Exactly. <laughs> People think you can't, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's go ahead. And so uh, I, want, I wanted to point out there was a piece of Rhea's, uh, it, her promo that I just, I loved um, before they got physical in the altercation, which again, that anytime that you're building a champion and yeah. a, a, like you, an aggressive wrestler, you have to have dude, it. There has to be a brawl. Yeah. You know, like and that's what that's where my issue with the Bianca and Oscar yeah, say. Is. You go back to that; it's just them. They're literally standing in the ring. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like Oscar, they brought back this Oscar. Yeah, she has to be that version of Oscar. Yeah, she has to be the heel. We can't we can't just keep kind of being like, oh, she's spitting blue stuff yeah, out of her mouth and, and she's dancing and, and they're like, staring at the sign. Like it's like any- yeah, <laughs> just let them fight. Just let them go. Like. Let Asuka be evil because yeah. she's evil. Stop trying to do this weird face versus face yeah. thing. It's okay for Asuka to be a heel. No one's going to be against it. And I'm sure the reason they're doing it is because they're worried that if they turn Asuka heel, people are going to start cheering Asuka because Bianca is starting to it, – it's worrying because the crowd is starting to kind of turn on Bianca. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's why they're kind of trying to be like, oh, no, it's it's face Oscar versus face Bianca. It's like maybe yeah. if you just let Oscar <laughs> be Oscar and have Bianca maybe drop the belt and have her disappear for a little while, it might be better for Bianca's like overall yeah. story. Um, back to Ray and Charlotte. This is uh, Ray and Charlotte promo. And after WrestleMania, once everything is done and dusted... You're gonna learn to call me champion. And you're gonna learn to fear me. So yeah, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Rhea is fantastic in the ring. She's fantastic in the mic. Charlotte is, I mean, Charlotte's a a legend (laughs) at this point. Yeah, she's, it's crazy to think that her debut was almost 10 years ago. Yeah, that's what you know saying. what I mean. Like, I I think about this all the time. Like when we were younger, you know, Cena debuted, like really debuted in '03. Like that was when he like came out of his shell. Charlotte's essentially been doing it as long as Cena has. When Cena was in the middle of his Super Cena, thing. yeah, you know what I mean. When Cena was Super Cena back in 2013, which was 10 years later, it's it's pretty much the same thing with Charlotte. You know, in twenty, she debuted in what twenty fourteen, something like that, yeah, on on the main there, roster. Yeah. 
it's we're coming up to 10 years of that and look what she's doing and she's becoming super (laughs) charlotte (laughs) and it is what it is you know so i i have to respect that and i think that one of the big things is the four horsewomen they're not as overexposed as they were and I, i think that's what just makes it so so cool and so different um let's see uh, what else? Uh, did you have any more thoughts on Charlotte and Rhea? I want to know the prediction here. What you got on oh, this match? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I'm going Rhea. Uh, I think it's time that she gets the belt. Yeah. Um, I think of anything, maybe we have a unification match. Maybe not. I don't know. Because you, you kind of want to have two women's champions. Yeah. You know, because they have... I was actually going to bring this up as well. Um there was that tag team match during SmackDown for that fatal four way yep. tag team tournament. What they need to do is they need to introduce a mid card belt, like an intercontinental United States championship for wo- for the woman. Yeah. Because one, I mean, you have three hours to fill on raw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to go back to raw. <laughs> you have three hours to fill. You can toss in a 15 minute, 20 minute segment of just mid card women. You put it on a woman like Becky, she will take that belt to the next level. Yeah. And not only that, we'll introduce like a brand new crop of like up and because you have wrestlers who are so talented, like Tegan Knox, Emma, um, you know, hell, even Shayna. Yeah. That just aren't really doing anything, you know? And it's like the tag team belts are cool, but like, dude. Some one-on-one intercard, you know, like (laughs) those mid-card titles. It needs to happen. I think it should happen soon. It needs to happen. It has to. It's too long of like, like you said, it's just there's not enough around. Yeah, yeah. Have this fatal four-way tag team. Oh, okay, because you want to have them under WrestleMania lights. You know, you want them to do their thing. Yeah. What's the what's the real reason behind it? I get that, (laughs) and that's what I'm saying is it just doesn't make any sense to have this going on. Um, So we finish that up. Um, Ray and Charlotte. So, I mean, I guess it's time that we talk about the, you know, one of the bigger moments of the night, uh, Seamus, Drew McIntyre, dude, you want to talk about hype. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is so cool how they've built up this intercontinental title picture. It, (laughs) dude, it reminds me of that SummerSlam that they had Braun, Roman, Brock, and, uh, who else was there? Bobby? Was it Bobby or Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe. It reminds me of that fatal four-way yeah. kind of like time where like it was just monsters and you were just there because you were like, dude, they're going <laughs> to beat the hell out yeah. of each other. And that's that's where I'm at is like this is what I'm seeing. Yeah. I, I cannot wait with Drew McIntyre's athleticism, Sheamus's like veteran instinct of telling a story and Gunther's just all around yeah. like hard hitting, so good, man. <laughs> dude. It's gonna be probably the best yeah. match because you go back to Clash of the Castle. Whew, that, yeah, that match. Well, we were here for yeah, that. We, yeah. yeah, we had that, and it was yeah beyond five stars, man. Yeah, and you put Drew into this mix. It's it's the I say match of the night, bro. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, watching a man get his chest turned <laughs> to ground beef at ten in the morning was like. It's like it's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> so I, what I'm saying is like, I see something really special coming out of these three. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, of course, Gunther is going to be a world champion. Yeah. There is absolutely no way. There is so much. 
He's so good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much you can do here. Like I said, you can put Gunther, you can have him hold the title, beat the ring. Yeah. You can have Sheamus go in there, get him. What is it? The Grand Slam thing? Yeah. Have him win the Intercontinental And then you have Drew. You have Drew. Just wants a championship. Yeah. Who deserves to be a champion. Because put that title on that he won when he was back there, man. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, we're... Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, on SmackDown, Sheamus and Drew had a match. It was hard-hitting. It was great, as per usual, when it comes to Sheamus and Drew. Um, Gunther comes in, interferes because he gets frustrated, and I love that as well because it was his pride showing. And I, I think that's what makes the character so good is that there's so many like layers into that character of Gunther. He's just he's so good, dude. Yeah. There's there's no way around it. Um, I'm excited for it, man. Uh, that's gonna be that's I, gonna be a steal. yeah. We were talking about show stealers. That's <laughs> that's the one. Right that there. might be it, dude. They're going to destroy each other, yeah. and I I just I for one just hope that the sound of the chops and the hard hitting nature of that match resonates yeah. in a stadium of that size. Because if they can get that right, it it's might go gonna, down as one of the best triple yeah. threats in history. It's going to be, if you like big, meaty men, <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to that. Cause, What's the biggie thing? What's he say? Uh, big, meaty men, yeah. slapping meat. <laughs> it's going to be a stealer, man. I think I think Gunther walks out, but I wouldn't be surprised if Sheamus gets yeah, the grand dude. slam. Because after that, give Gunther king of the ring, man. Give him king of the ring. Yeah, or, dude. Have him dethrone Cody at, yeah. I don't know, like SummerSlam or something. Or have him win the Rumble, man. It, That's it what I want. It goes either way, yeah. man. It goes either way. The Even dude deserves it. I don't mind. Yeah. Whoever wins, wins. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's one of the coolest things about the match is that it is genuinely one of those matches where I I don't care who wins. I just want to see it happen. Wanna, yeah. Yep. Like, you can, dude, you could toss, like, Hornswoggle in the middle of that thing and be like, oh, Hornswoggle with a surprise pin. And I would still be like, that's fine. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's going to be a steal, man. We yeah. watched that Clash of the Castle, and that was just it was life-changing. Insane. Dude, and I mean, like, even, I, I think back to even the Thunderdome days, and I actually, I noted that here. Yeah. Seamus and Drew have been... The chemistry is paired with each other for the last three years or yeah. so. And every single time, no matter what they do, they are top, top tier yeah. talent, man. Um, after that, we had that weird announcement, we, which we've been kind of like alluding to the whole show. Uh, the fatal four-way tag team match that's happening at WrestleMania. Um, I don't know what they're really doing with it. I, I get it. You want to give all your, you know, all your all people, people kind of like time yeah. to do something. The other thing that I wanted to bring up was LA Knight. Um, LA Knight versus Xavier Woods uh, fought a little bit right after Rhea and and uh, you know Ripley and uh, Charlotte Flair. Um, they fought in a match. Quick roll up. LA Knight loses again. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. You know. He's such a he's such a talented dude, yeah. <laughs> and I get it. You're giving him TV time, and that's probably what's most important. But, dude, he he loses to Bray Wyatt in that weird ass Mountain Dew match. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> which, like, yeah, you were at that Rumble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the one of the strangest matches of all time. Which you know, everyone's surprised that Bray Wyatt walked away, and it's like, eh, you know, <laughs> I'd be a little pissed too. You know. Um, 
It wasn't even long. It was yeah. It was like a five minute match, yeah. ten minute match, and he loses to Bray. There's like one weapon used. He doesn't look strong at all. He comes out of that. The crowd is getting yeah, behind this him. dude. They love him. I mean, his what was last week when Sheamus and Drew were in the ring talking? His music hits for that fatal four way. The they lost wild, it, dude. Bro. He comes out there. He's like, yeah, and they're like, <laughs> you know, they got crazy. And I, I mean, again, uh, we talk about people who will be handling the company yeah. from now on he's one of those guys a couple of years la night's yeah. gonna be main event material i just don't understand I, why they're doing what they're doing with I him i think right they're now. gonna go with like a little bit of him losing and then he comes out of mania he's looking for opponent stone cold's music is and he yeah stone cold bro. oh <laughs> well yeah i mean that would that would kind of unless they do like a two-minute match with stone cold, <laughs> it is interesting though because I, w- I was thinking about that too yeah I don't know if you heard about the rumors about Stone Cold and, and Mania. I heard they pitched it. He pitched it. Well, they they pitched him that he could essentially handpick his opponent for Mania. Yeah. And so they thought he was going to come at the Rumble. So what this is making me think is that this dude watched L.A. Knight do his thing. Yeah. And was like, that's him. So like, if L.A. Knight and Stone Cold actually goes down, dude, that is Stone Cold Steve Austin specifically yeah, saying, this is the future. Yeah. And that would be... Hopefully it does happen, man. Yeah. Uh, if not, uh, give or take, give Ellie Knight Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, hopefully... <laughs> <laughs> I hope we get Orton back, dude. I, 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 miss, I miss him a lot. They could do a little uh, WrestleMania, like Monday Night Raw. They could have him come out against Theory. Absolutely. Theory thinks he beat everyone. Randy's music hits. Randy beats him. That'd be huge. Yeah. Dude, that would be huge. Um, so yeah, let's get to the main course, uh, main event shows up. We are, I mean, you know, this is a story that no matter how much we talk about, we couldn't hit every note and every like nook and cranny of the story. Dude, Cody, Sammy, Jay, Kevin, the bloodline story. Uh, we get the continuation of the bloodline story. I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter, of course, the cesspool, uh, they're complaining about <laughs> they're complaining about the fact that the bloodline story has been going too long. I disagree. Yeah, I think I think that it, it's wild to me because most of those people are the same people who are yeah. like, "Oh, uh, you don't understand why Adam Page and Kenny Omega like touch fingers." It's like <laughs> no, but didn't they do like the evolution? You know, evolution was built up for what three years, four years, exactly. And then it falls apart, and then you get stars like Batista, exactly. Randy Orton. You get these people that come out, and no one complains about it. And that's what I'm saying is like it's going to take. I mean, I mean, wrestling fans, it's it's in nature, it's in our nature to complain. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I, I think that I think that what's happening here is like you said, they're building up. They're building up superstars that will build up the next generation yeah. of superstars. So this is like to me, this is kind of like a swan song for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who, as much as I hate to admit, are probably coming close to the end of their careers. Not like end of their careers, but like taking a lighter yeah. schedule. Um, I think Sami's like what almost forty or is forty. Same with Kevin, and and they deserve to take a lighter schedule. Yeah. But they're getting to the point where they're going to start giving the rub to a lot of these younger guys. And by younger, I mean like newer guys. I think that's, that's what we're starting to see happen. We're starting to see, to see this kind of like new era develop. And I think that the bloodline is the perfect like ending point yeah. for at least like the Roman storyline, you know, cause dude, Roman could go to Hollywood 
next year. And as sad as I would be, I would be like, dude, that is the <laughs> perfect ending for this dude. You know what I mean? He deserves everything that he's done. The dude held the company on his back as long as he did. I mean, he went through all the years of hate yeah. of just like, I mean, like not even like fun hate, like getting death threats and all these terrible things all because he was pushed as a baby face. We're getting to the point where I think that the bloodline story is the pinpoint, the end, the the finish of like essentially that era is coming yeah, like to an, an era, end. Yeah. yeah. And and it's wild to watch. It really is. Um whoever whoever uh out there hating on it sucks to see. <laughs> You're going to be waiting for another year, man. <laughs> <laughs> you still got another year to go. <laughs> it ain't over yet. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you definitely won't watch too. Um <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and play a little clip from uh you know, one of the just just from that moment so sammy comes out jay comes out they finally have a confrontation yeah this has been building for about a month now um beautiful moment amazing stuff uh this really resonated with me no choice no no that's a lie you keep saying that that you got no choice guess what jay you've had a choice since day one and you choose to take roman reigns abuse over and over and over that is your choice so what does he say? He says something along the lines of you're not mad at me because I hit Roman with a chair. You're mad at me because you're the one who didn't get to do yeah. it or something like that. <laughs> and what I love is that Jay doesn't disagree. He's upset because Sammy is essentially bringing all the BS to his face and yeah. saying, dude, you're, you're scared. And that's why you're that's why you're not on my side is because you're afraid of what he did to you and you're still afraid of that. And that's what I love about the storyline. Anytime Roman gets aggressive, dude, Jay cowers like a dog. Yeah. And the reason he does that is because in his head, I'm sure he looks back he at that hell in a cell match. <laughs> he yeah. Knows, he just dude. thinks about that hell in a cell match where he got pummeled. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't want that again. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so I I think that, you know, so then of course, uh, they get into a physical altercation. Kevin comes out and do the clip we opened with the biggest pop yeah, of the, the night. Yeah. It's, the biggest pop of the last year. Yeah. Kevin and Sammy. I don't know that rumble pop. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Sammy finally embrace and dude, it's going to be, Oh my gosh. We're getting Kevin. I, I think, I think I had brought this up to you earlier. Yeah. I think it was like last year or something. I texted you that I want Kevin and Sammy to be a tag team again. Yeah. And that I think the only way that we're going to save like Johnny Gargano's career <laughs> is if you have DIY come back and then you just have Kevin and Sammy versus DIY. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Dude, that's what I'm Set saying. It up, man. You know, book it. <laughs> Cause if there's anything that triple H likes, it is tag team wrestling. Yeah. That dude knows how to book tag team wrestling. Yeah. And if that's what we're getting back to, I'm a hundred percent with it, man. Think about this. We are going into a year after Mania where we have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as a team. We have the Usos as a team. We have the possibility of DIY coming back as a team. We have the Street Profits, RK Bro. Um, dude, it's getting yeah. better. <laughs> you know, and I mean, dude, look at NXT. Uh, who's that? team on nxt the american alpha kind of looking dudes the, the diamond, diamond mine yeah, yeah they are whoo, they are good bro. yeah that's what i'm saying like we are we're building this new yeah. era of tag teams again and that 
to me, that's fantastic, yeah, man. Because I remember last year we were talking about this. The right? raw tag teams. Yeah. yeah. Oh my dude. <laughs> yeah. The what was it? Rated RK Bro and yeah. American Alpha and Street Pro. That era of raw tag teams was just so good. And then the Usos versus RK Bro. I mean, on, <laughs> dude, I, there's no way around it. It yeah, is. It is just... perfect. Um. But anyways, guys. Uh. Yeah. We uh went over both shows. Um. I think at the end of the day, what I have to say is uh, wrestling's fantastic right now. Uh, we're lucky to be where we're at <laughs> as <laughs> wrestling fans. If you look back last year, the year before. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's only going to get better from here is what I'm assuming. Um, thanks for listening to the first episode of The Ring Crew. Uh, I was Juan and uh, my hey, co-host Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for everything, man. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Later. We'll be back next week. Cast, bro.